It's the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show, from the hour arts and humanity desk, fakers faking fake fake, fake faking the fakers, then they're fucked. Virginia judge says frozen embryos are property, but don't worry, their freezers will be separate but equal. Charcuterie boards for kids are making their way to school lunches. If boneless wings are just nuggets, why do they make me soar to the shitter? Ah, if only Moose had middle fingers, eh? And a fisherman catches a 200-pound catfish after an hour-long battle. Uh, To be fair, he hadn't interacted with a catfish that long since that AOL chat room back in 97. Mm, Yes, the uh, famous catfish chat room that they Mm -hmm. had. That's crazy because the fish didn't look more than 120 pounds in their profile picture. Well, that was big enough to uh, big enough catfish to feed Charles Tucker the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Yes, he did really like deep fried catfish. He did. Tell you what, <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you what. <laughs> I'd say, um, don't remember his name now. Forget it. Forget All right. it. All right. I won't. It's from a stand-up a guy does, and it's very funny. Very good. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you don't, then, you know, you don't. And it's fine. Everything's fine. And you can Google it. <laughs> Please do. Please do. I'll tell you what, W-H-U-T, comma, what? I'll tell you what. What? Stand-up. Well. I'm not going to look it up. What are you going to tell me about your week? How well, was your week? <laughs> well, I am a, a man of many emotions. Oh. And, um, you know, I've got a lot of stuff going on. And um, so I have, uh, I'm dating someone new. Oh. I have a new, I'm in a new relationship now. Um, And it's with someone that I really like. Hmm. And I feel very valued. Oh, congratulations. On one hand. Oh, and he on, only values one of your hands. Well, and then on the other hand, uh, my dog just died. Oh. So, That's you know, you can call me even Steven. You know but your I mean? name is is Jeff. Well, even Jeffrey. When... <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I had to uh, put a family dog to sleep yesterday, just yesterday. And it was the uh, one of the saddest moments of my life. It's very sad. And, uh, yeah, it it's is. It's hard to She's... lose a pet. It's very hard, yeah. And I cried more than when my grandmother died. Oh, man. So that's uh, weird, probably, right? Well, I mean. I didn't, your grandma your grandma didn't live in your house with you. I didn't I see her every day. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. I did watch my grandmother die and I also watched my dog die yesterday. So Here's the difference though. Your yeah. grandmother never jumped over my head while I was sitting on your couch. <laughs> was that Eva or was that Callie? No, it was that, yeah, it was, was Eva. Eva? Wow. Yeah. You'd let her in the back. She'd been out taking a shit or something. Yeah. Open the door, let her in right over the couch over. Her. I was like, "Holy shit." Wow. Yeah, she, she had she had height. She used to be very spry. She's beautiful, too. Well, I guess you don't call a, a young dog spry. No. It's just the old ones. You call them she was fucking dog. active. That's she what had those beautiful tail feathers. Mm. And, uh, yeah, she was a great dog. Really, mm. really, really great dog. So I was very sad to lose her. Um, but, you know, uh, life goes on, except for hers. Uh, <laughs> mine's fine for now, until it isn't. So I was this thing where I think that every ounce of love you give in the world is met by uh, equal amounts of sadness and despair when you lose that love hmm. unless you die first or unless that's met with like you know anger and and uh, bitterness 
I I saw something somewhere. Yes, that was on. that was like uh, grief is just love that has nowhere to go or something like that. Ah, that's I'm not, I'm not. It's not the exact quote, but it's along yeah. those lines, something like that. And I was like, oh, okay. So yesterday at ten o'clock, right? It's when it happened. We had the appointment or whatever at the vet, and um, so before that, every I was on the verge of crying at any second, any second. So for I made the decision on Thursday, called the vet, made the appointment for Tuesday, um, and was like holding back like trying to cry uh, while calling the vet. And it, when I called them originally, uh, it was at East Haven Animal Hospital. And she, when I called them, she did the typical, East Haven Animal Hospital, can you hold please? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> that's what they all say. Okay, yeah. Thank you for holding, how can I help you? And I'm like, um, can I please make a euthanasia appointment? And she immediately went, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yes, I can make that appointment for you. Like she immediately changed she knows, her, like from yep. her, like uh, you know, everyday work attitude. Yes, to like, this oh, is this person. This is not my something. dog ate someone's underpants and it's like coming out of their butt, and we need to get them out. Like, <laughs> right? This is oh, 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 this is real. Oh, yeah. Yes. So uh, they were fantastic. The whole um, experience was as good as it could be. And um, so afterward, uh, I came home and I cried harder than I've ever cried that I can remember since like. Before, like, uh, an adult, I don't know, before even a teenager, like when I was a kid, probably. And uh, then I had a nap and I woke up and everything was good. Like, it seemed fine. And um, and uh, it wasn't until, like, I started um, with the nightly routines mm-hmm. and the morning routines this morning that it kind of, like, oh, it feels very kind of Because the routine is now and, different. Yeah. Death is. Parts is, are missing part of life but it's terrible and it happens to all of us but it's awful but luckily it's rare if you're lucky it only happens once (laughs) if you're lucky it only happens once to you exactly yeah (laughs) and well well multiple people and animals die throughout your entire life i I said to you to me (laughs) it's like yeah my one dog only dies once you will only die once is the joke i'm making oh jesus okay i'm sorry i was thinking about myself that's how rare it is it's only gonna happen to you once yolo Yodo. You only die once, Yodo. Yoloaf. You only live forever. Oh. What is what is the one you have to put your dog to sleep eventually? Yeah. Put Yeah. Right? Well to us, well to you know, to us dogs are they live kind of a short amount of time. Eva mm-hmm. was Eva was fifteen years old. Yeah. And she was with me through like the divorce and moving out by myself. And I lived on my own for the first time ever. And she mm-hmm. like was a great uh, companion for that. And um, Callie, my other dog was not really like, she's fine, but she was not really a great companion. She's more selfish than <laughs> Eva is. Was she was like an independent roommate. Ugh, shit. Changing, always had stuff to do. Yeah. Changing is to was bro sucks. Anyway. So Eva like laid next to me into the bed and kept me company when I was mm-hmm. at my deepest and darkest, you know, but she was a she was a great dog. Yeah. So other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Um, the other part of my week was good. Um, you know, everything's going well. Otherwise, that's good. And that's it. How was your week? Uh, t- <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go on. Move on. Please do. So my ex-wife was there at at the euthanasia appointment, mm-hmm. and a lot uh, of young kids. 
I'm sorry? Young, young, young kids. Oh, yeah. A lot of them, yeah. With like the, you know, <laughs> you know, the egg rolls and the spring rolls and shit. <laughs> My ex-wife was there and that was already strange. But like, you know, she was her dog too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I hugged her for the first time. Oh, my ex-wife, in since before I moved out originally. Yeah, and it's been a hot minute. Yeah, it's been a while. And do you know, like, if you ever like put on a pair of old shoes that were like used to be your favorite shoes, but you just don't wear them anymore, and you put them on, but they still fit really well. No, I wear shoes until they don't like they're falling apart and oh, then I okay. throw them away. Yeah, but it, you know, other people maybe I've heard other people relating do. Yes, to this. Yes, yes, yes. But, you know, that shoe, you're never going to wear it again. Yeah. You know. But it felt uh, very familiar and mm-hmm. weird. And, uh, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Life moves. Life changes. Life goes on. Until it doesn't. And so do we. Until we don't. And something, something, old theme song. How was your week? Uh... Wait, wait, wait. Before you get started. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate the time change. Mm. And I wait, which one? The the spring for well, I hate both of them. Honestly, okay, but. so we shouldn't do either of them. No, no. So what is the normal time? The normal time? Yeah. What is a- actual time? Uh, now or then? I don't know. I I don't know. The savings time I think is then. Daylight right? saving time is because you get more daylight in the morning. Okay. No, I think I think winter is standard time. I think we're in daylight saving time. So now, now we're saving daylight. Yes. Okay. You're saving it for the end of the day. Okay. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I, I'll I've never a, met Ben Franklin. I'll issue a correction. When I do meet him eventually, Eva's talking to him right now, and she's chasing the kite. Well, I hope she bites him in the ass. <laughs> Jumps right over his head. Yeah. Rips up his kite. Good. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah? And I hate Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> she could have fixed what? this. Was she, she married to Ben Franklin at some point? Because she's old enough. She, she could have fixed this. The Senate had passed it. Mm. She didn't do anything. Mm. Motherfucker. Get her. So now we got to keep doing this because you know they're not going to do it now. I've just passed it at the state level now. No one's going to do that. I know. Well, Arizona did. Yeah, Arizona did. But look at fucking Arizona. <laughs> yeah. It's bullshit. Uh, so, yeah, that that sucks. Uh, we had the Oscars on Sunday. Oh, we did, yeah. So I don't have to. I'm done with my Oscar. We watched all. 50, you got through all of them? All 54. Wow. I even closed my my Excel file where we were tracking everything yeah. for the first time in like two months. Close it. Don't delete it. Didn't delete it. No, of course not. You'll I've want to reference it. I've got a folder. Years. Yeah. Well, I'm going to use it next year. I just make a copy of it. Oh, okay. And it's got all the things in there, and I just changed the movie names. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we watched all of them. Uh I turns out fifteen of the twenty three like my picks won. Fifteen of twenty three of your picks of won. Wow, yeah. you should be on the on the committee. I I would love to be able to vote. <laughs> yeah, that'd be my that would be my like best time ever. I'd be like I get because they also will send you like copies so you can watch it. Oh yeah, and then I wouldn't have to. It was a the bit rich get richer. It was a bit difficult to get a few of those last ones. Also, I, I feel had, like I had to do this whole VPN thing. Oh yeah. I was like, if no, I'm definitely in England. <laughs> you don't really have like a real job. You're an actor or a producer or something, right? In the, uh, in the business. Yeah. So if you're on, if you're in part of the Academy, you've like worked in some way, shape or form. Right. So you yeah. could just watch all the movies and not have to worry about a job and a life and et cetera. Right. I mean, I think many of those people do work. 
because it's not just actors it's like the people doing visual effects and things like that that's part of it too oh, i think so they have full-time jobs yeah. oh yeah you're right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um but yeah it turned out pretty good in my i was very annoyed that uh, all quiet on the western front won a few things because it was just so bad it was bad because it was german it was bad because it was bad it was bad because it was bad okay it was a terrible adaptation like there was no through story really i didn't know anyone's fucking name like the the 1970s version with john boy walton was better than this version oh weird okay because at least there like you had characters he had his friends you saw this like journey of him thinking things that a young person at the end of their schooling career and then going to war and realizing that's wrong like you don't get any of that yeah it's just like these very disjointed scenes of fighting and battles i don't know i that's would hate that no, it's not good like there was a bit of a through line with like oh they're trying to negotiate it out like there were things that like as a history person i'm like okay oh, yeah, yeah, yeah i could show that scene in my class because it would be relevant to what i'm talking about but like as a movie itself like i would show the 1970s version but I would not show this version. I feel like, so with uh, Saving Private Ryan, mm-hmm. for example, I thought that would have been a really good movie had it not been for the really long battle scenes. If you, Because I don't care about, I know that battles exist, and if the battle scenes were shorter, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But what I really want to watch is the the, the interaction and with the, the interactions and the story. I, I, don't, I don't care about the battle. And so sometimes you need to know how brutal a battle is in order mm-hmm. to know how it affects the characters but you can do that in a good four or five second clip and not minutes long like 10 20 minutes long in a two-hour movie i think the opening part of that is good like it was a bit longer for the opening on d yeah that d-day fight because like it it illustrates the we just went through all of this hell and now we got to go find some asshole and he gets to go home oh yeah yeah like, what the fuck yeah. are we risking our lives for? That This is what, like, what a bullshit fucking mission we're on kind Gr- of a thing. Yeah, gratuitous battle scenes, gratuitous sex scenes. I just don't need them in movies. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I see, yeah. I wonder, though, with the, uh, you know, the um, everything everywhere all at once, mm-hmm. E-E-A-A-O, that's how I'm going to say it forever. I wonder if that's the first Oscar Best Picture winner that has featured a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> and I think if it is, that should be noted somewhere in so, the little footnotes of the, you know, on the bottom of the Oscar or something, like a little picture of a dildo. My my youngest daughter uh, oh, asked yeah. if she could watch that movie. Oh. And we were thinking about it. I was like, oh, it's got some fighting in it. And she's like, but I've seen Marvel movies. And I was like, okay, you got a point there. Yeah. And we're, we're like trying to think through it. And then my wife's like, mm, no. And I was like, what? And she goes, there's a dildo in it. Yeah. Like she mouthed it to me and i was like oh i forgot about that yep good point as no, probably rid- not appropriate for as you as ridiculous as that movie is and way out there as that movie is um well i guess the fact that you don't really remember the dildo at first is like oh oh mm-hmm. <laughs> that was in there too jesus yeah i was very happy that uh the actors all won for that yeah, they were too. they were fantastic yeah uh the movie was just very good i i enjoyed it a lot I love the googly eyes on things. I enjoyed oh, so at the the Oscars, a lot of the actors had googly eyes on somewhere. Like oh, they did had they? Them on their lapel. Oh, I didn't and notice. And I was like, ah, that's great. I love it. Reference. So, good reference there. Uh, so yeah, that was fun. And I'm done with Oscar movies, which I enjoyed doing it. But also, that's 54 movies. It was like 89 hours wow. of my life in February. 
for the most part. So, so what's it's, next it's, then? Uh, I get to just leisurely watch whatever oh, I want. Oh, okay. There's uh, isn't another awards show that nope. you're going to watch everything for? Nope. We're, until we next only year? do it for the Oscars, so okay. we're good till next January. You do it for the Grammys where you listen to every album and every song no, is nominated? No, I don't care about music that much. Oh, okay. The Tonys? <laughs> oh, uh, we do watch. So we watch the Tonys, but obviously we can't go see all the Tony stuff because oh, it's on Broadway. Yeah. Uh, though oftentimes I, I do like watching the Tonys and then seeing the performance and being like, oh, I should go see that show. That looks good. And we've done that a few times. Would you ever watch a a um, filmed live performance of a Tony show, like a Broadway show? Oh, yeah, show? absolutely. I have. Uh, like – so, like, on a Friday night, you would pay, like, $20. Sure. To watch I have. Like a, it's I've, almost like a pay-per-view. No, thing. no. I have done that, actually. Uh, do so, that? Uh, a friend of ours, way back, there was a Broadway production of The Importance of Being Earnest. Mm-hmm. And they, like, it wasn't, it was filmed live, but it wasn't happening while we were watching it. But they put okay. it at 8 o'clock when the show would have been performing. Uh, and so we watched this version of the play at the Michigan Theater. And it was fantastic. Great show. It was really good to be able to see it, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely pay money to see a Broadway show in, like, a big theater. It would be really cool to have a camera, like, on a, you know. Um, mm. Where you can just, like, or whatever. Well, I'm saying, like, okay, so you do the if whole I want to zoom in on that background person. You walk in. So it's on. So you're the camera, right? So you walk in through the doors. Uh-huh. Someone scans your ticket, quote, unquote. And you go and you sit down. Uh-huh. And then where you sit down is where the show starts. So it's all live and then the show starts and you get kind of like a, more of an experience mm-hmm. of being on Broadway because you come in off the street and stuff and you go and sit down or mm-hmm. to shuffle through some old people. Yeah. Maybe not. Try to get through. Go to the bathroom line during yeah. the mission. Oh, yeah. And you miss part of the <laughs> part of the beginning of the They next, don't let uh, you in. You got to wait until oh, they... Oh, yeah. Uh, no. The real Broadway experience. No. I would do... I. I mean, I would still want to go to Broadway, but like it's it's so inaccessible in some cases. That's what like, I'm saying. It's one, it's far away. Mm-hmm. So if I'm living in fucking Kansas or something, yeah, it's not an easy trip to go there. Fucking Two, Kansas. it's become so ridiculously expensive. The first time I saw a show on Broadway, and this is not old man yelling at clouds kind of a thing, <laughs> because it was 20 years ago, sure. Okay. But we got decent balcony seats. Mm-hmm. And it cost us, I think, $60, $65 for a ticket. That was then that was too expensive. And that was me. very expensive. Yeah. Now that same seat is at least $250. I don't understand. Or more. How are they filling seats? Floor tickets, $500 a seat. How are they filling seats? There's they must too be, many, right? There's too many rich people. Too many rich people. That's people. the problem. There yeah. are too many rich people. They should have, I mean, someone was talking about this uh, back when you had to like go to concerts and things where you had to like go to your record store to buy the tickets right oh yeah and it was just first come first serve sixty dollars to see the show but now because there's things like Ticketmaster, you can pick the price and if you can pick the price then you can charge more because they're in higher demand and then Ticketmaster owns bullshit. the resale sites too so they can raise the prices enough mm-hmm. uh to be a- almost too expensive for everyone mm-hmm. And when they still sell out, they can also still make a profit mm-hmm. off the tickets that get resold. Such a racket. I hate everyone and everything. It, it's so annoying. So I'm going to tell you my, my biggest Broadway blunder uh, last okay. year. Yeah. Because my wife and I often in the summer go to New York and we'll see a show or two. Your older wife or your younger wife? My, my older wife. Okay. Uh, we'll go to New York and 
<laughs> we'll go see a show. Uh, sure. Uh, or sure. two. Yeah. Uh, I get this free hotel room thing with, I've got like a hotel rewards program and mm. a credit card that goes with it. And part of that is I get a free night. And so we stay at this expensive New York hotel because it's free, right? Sure. It's like $600 a night. Cool. Not for me. It's free. Um, it's good. Yeah. Right. So I, that's what I save it for. I'm not going to save it for like a, you know, hundred dollar a night trip when I'm just driving somewhere. No, I'm going to find the most expensive place possible and I'm going to use it there. Um, and so we were going back and forth on two dates, like which weekend were we going to go do this? And we finally decided picked, I think we picked two shows to go see. Um, and so we, I bought the tickets for these two shows. Uh, and the week before we were supposed to go, uh, I get an email that said, how did you enjoy your show? Uh Oh, and I was like, what? And so I went back and looked, I had accidentally bought tickets to the first weekend we were thinking of going. No way. And didn't get the email until the day after I could have resold the tickets. And you missed them? And I missed them. Oh, no. Which is a big financial mistake. This is a big blunder. You're right. It was a big blunder. Luckily, (laughs) luckily because of COVID, ticket prices were really low. Oh, okay. And we weren't sitting like front row or anything. We were were back a good distance because we had actually seen the show before. We just wanted to go because it was fun. And I'd gotten an email that was like, tickets are $50 or, you know, bullshit like that. And I was like, well, I'm not buying the $50 tickets. But I still lost a nice chunk of money. Yeah, enough. Yeah. so annoyed by this. But yeah. Uh, But speaking of travel, that's my other thing I was going to talk about. Uh, So... I've got a rewards program with a couple hotels, right? Mm-hmm. And the one company, Hilton is one of the companies, and I forgot my password. So I have to go in and I have to reset my password. To Hilton.com. Yes, yes, yes. And send the email to reset the password. Email never shows up. Hmm. Like, what the fuck? So I can't reset my password without this fucking email. So I go to the app. And the app uses my face to get in. So I can get in that way without my password. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, I'll just change my password in the app. So I go and change it. Somehow, two-factor authentication is on. So to change anything in those settings, like password and email and all that stuff, they have to send me an email with a code to prove that it's me. Yeah. So they send that email. Email never comes through. Oh, no. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? The classic dilemma. So I go and I look at the email. My email is wrong. I don't know how I have authorized two-factor authentication with a wrong email. Yeah, because, because have to, don't you have to... Exactly. You have to get the email... Click a link. And click a link and, yeah. and do it. Oh. And so it's like the the front part of my email is correct, but the at part is wrong. Weird. So it was like at... I'm not going to say what it is. It was like at Yahoo. G-M-A-I-K dot com. It was... So it had Gmail, but it was a different systems email so it was not a gmail email it was the right front part but it was at gmail and i don't have a gmail with that name on that's what i was like fuck and so there's a thing but you have to call them on a telephone yeah and i was like god damn it what are you a millennial exactly i'm not gonna fucking i don't want to talk to them and then they have to like try and (laughs) figure out if i'm who i am because like you know what's your name where you live like i'm gonna have to do all this shit and so then i'm like all right well wait a minute so I go to Gmail and I check and the fake email that's in there, no one has it. Oh. So I just create that email. 
Oh. And then I send the, I hit the button again, and they send me the confirmation, and it shows up in this brand oh new email. Gosh. I just invented it. was the stupidest thing I've ever done. But now I don't need to change the email because the wrong email is now a real email that is my email. The problem solvers. The computers you are, are them. Computers are supposed to make our lives easy, and instead they make our life stupid. That was the stupidest. Like, I'm sitting on the couch last night just laughing. And my wife's like, what? And I was like, this is just the stupidest thing I've just gone through. It's so dumb. It's the dumbest, stupidest fucking thing. I've <laughs> It's just so dumb. So, well, if you've ever had to deal with dumb email issues, you can email us. Yeah, or a dumb person. At thearpod at yahoo.com. <laughs> <laughs> and if, he's, if your dog has ever died, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thearpod. Uh, so yeah, you got some updates in episode 222. Yes. I do starts my at conception. F- my favorite episode of all time. Uh, we discussed how there was no minimum age for marriage in Michigan among other States. Yuck. Uh, well, it was almost uh, a different situation in West Virginia. There was a bill set to pass that would bring the age to 18 for marriage, but it was ve- defeated at the house of delegates in a nine to eight vote. Oh, so Hooray, kids can still get married. Gross. Uh, Currently, children can marry as young as 16 in West Virginia with parental consent. Anyone younger than 16 can get married, but the judge also has to be okay with it. Also, the judge has to be the groom. Uh, Some of the bill's opponents have argued that teenage marriage is part of life in West Virginia. Uh, Pew Research has found that West Virginia had the highest rate of child marriage uh, back in 2004, which is the most recent year they have data. Okay. Uh, So, yay, West Virginia. Uh, Hey, they're number one at something. Am I right? (laughs) Fucking kids? (laughs) Exactly. Uh, The Kanawaha... Kanawaha... Kanawa? Kanawa? Sure. County Republican Senator Mike Stewart. Stewart. Uh, a former federal prosecutor who sided with the majority said his vote wasn't a vote. Sorry. Wasn't a vote against women. Uh, he said his mother was married when she was 16, and six months later, I came along. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Six months later. It's not what he said, right? That's a direct quote. Oh, my gosh. I was a shotgun wedding. My grandma also married my grandpa when she was 16, and I'm pretty sure he was 19. Was she pregnant? Uh, probably. That seems like coerced marriage, yeah, right? Right. That's gross. Uh, according to Unchained at Last, which we talked about in that last episode, uh, which seeks to end forced, child, forced and child marriages, uh, seven states have set a minimum age for marriage at 18 since 2018. So that's good. Uh, Supporters of such legislation says it reduces domestic violence, unwanted pregnancies, and improves the lives of teens. Because they don't have to be. So one of the Oscar films was called The Red Suitcase. And it's Uh about this uh, girl. She's in the airport in Luxembourg, of all places. I've heard of it. Uh, And she's got this red suitcase, but she doesn't want to leave the airport area. Um, And security, like, it's kind of suspicious, and so they go through her bag, uh, and her dad's calling her and like, "Where are you? You know, you're supposed to pick you up." And she's like, "I'll be out soon. My plane got delayed." Blah 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 blah. Uh, turns out she's meeting her husband. 
to be, who is clearly much older than her. Uh, So she like does things to not be appear to be who she is and sneaks past him and gets on a bus. He knows that she's there somewhere and takes her suitcase, uh, but she escapes. Oh, it was a very uh, kind of film. Yeah. It was just like, (laughs) it was good. It was good. Yeah. But it was a short. It was only like eight minutes. So there you go. Well, that's probably good. Yeah. Uh, another update. Yeah. In episode 233, I didn't get enough butter on my A. Oh, that's my, been my favorite episode uh, of all time. We discussed the cocaine cat, which is an as- African. <laughs> an African. African. <laughs> <laughs> good one. An African African serval. Mm-hmm. Serval. 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 It's like serval like normal, right? Serval. serval. Yeah, sure. Uh, that was being treated in the Cincinnati do- at Cincinnati Zoo. Jeez. Uh, do you want to slow down a little bit? No, I'm just going to fuck it up the whole way. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, named Amory. Well, Amory has now officially become part of the cat ambassador program. Oh, the cap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's going to come in and she's going to cut off a Frankie's head mm-hmm. with a uh, bat lift. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Amory, sorry. Amory is a young, is young and very curious, said the lead trainer of the Cincinnati Zoo's Cat Ambassador program, Linda Castaneda. He is exploring his new space and eating well. Both great signs of progress. Of course, yeah. Uh, members of Cap of the Cap team will keep an eye on his progress before allowing him to run, jump, and engage in other activities that might impair his healing. Also, no co- no more cocaine. Mm-hmm, probably. Yeah. I think, so when you, we talk about dogs and cats, we talk about how their health is based mm-hmm. on how much they're eating. Mm-hmm. I feel like based on those metrics, I'm doing great. You're the healthiest guy like, in the world. so good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just I've, let you loose in a golden corral. I bought a, uh, a can of Hormel chili. Oh. Your face says it all. I I don't like chili, and and Hormel chili just sounds even worse. And I had because I was anticipating, you know, murdering my dog. Mm-hmm. Well, assisted murder. I was yeah, I was yeah. an accessory, and so I wanted some comfort food. So I wanted some Frito pie, which I had in Texas with my mom, and it's. Fritos on the bottom and chili on the top, and then a bunch of cheese. Regular or like chili cheese or like barbecue? Regular because chili cheese is based on this. We've said this on the show before. Uh, so chili, no beans. So I bought that. Oh, I meant the Fritos. No, but they're unflavored because the chili cheese Fritos are based also off of the Frito pie. So wouldn't that be great in a Frito pie? Too much chili, way too much cheese, if that's the thing. What about the them regular barbecue? All I'm saying is I eat like a very healthy cat or dog. Frito scoops? Or the originals that look like someone's nails. That What's the difference cut? between a corn chip and a, a a tortilla chip? They're all corn. The shape. Oh. And how it comes out when you poop. <laughs> corn chips look exactly like they do when you when you swallow them. Yeah. Uh, the investigation of Amory's surprise appearance in the in Cincinnati remains open and ongoing. However, the Hamilton County dog wardens are not pursuing charges, and the Ohio Department of Agriculture is still investigating. That's good to know. So there you go. Yeah, our our latest updates. Those are good. I'm glad we take uh, keep track of those. Yeah, make sure it's not a fake story. Yeah, really. Speaking of fakes, uh huh. Two brothers. Two From- real brothers or fake brothers. Brothers from another mother? 
Probably brothers for the same mother. Stepbrothers, who have plenty of room for activities. I assume they are full brothers. They're on the same step. From Girona, Spain. Oh. Planned to sell a chic, a forged painting by Francisco de Goya. Of of the beans? Retrato de Don Antonio Maria Esquivelon for 4 million euros. That's a lot. Well, it turns out they were the ones swindled because the 1.7 million Swiss francs they received in payment turned out to be photocopied. They have Swiss francs still? They do. And the Spanish don't have their whatever they had before? No, they joined the euro. But the Swiss did not? They did not. Okay. Near did England. That's fine. Well, no. Even if they had. Bye. True story. Yeah. So Spain's National Police found out about the transaction when customs authorities in Avignon, France, reported that they detained the brothers after they entered the country from Turin with the fake bills. This sounds like a big movie that they should make with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, directed by Quentin Tarantino and starring um, probably uh, Jamie Foxx and Matt Damon and um, George Clooney. You know what I mean? It'd be a, a great ca- movie. And a cameo by... Uh, Tim Honks. <laughs> the good old Tim Honks. I was going to say this other guy, but I can't think of his name. From Greece. Yeah. John Travolta. That's the one. He he introduced the dead people reel on the Oscars because of uh, what's her nuts from Greece also who Adele died. Dazeem. <laughs> yes, Adele Dazeem, because <laughs> she died this year from oh, Greece. Yeah. Ooh. What's That's her sad. name? What's her name? I don't know. Olivia Newton-John. That's the one. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he was like partly crying. Oh, he was like Adele Dazeem. Who cries when something dies? <laughs> Weirdos. <laughs> anyway. Uh, from that point, the police uncovered details of a string of backstabbing deals mm. that had led to the pair's arrest. The, identity, the identities of neither the siblings nor the sheik have been revealed. I love a good neither nor sentence. Mm. It's weird that, um, how many sheiks are there? Uh, well, there's the top sheik and then there's the fitted sheik. <laughs> But I hear millennials don't like the top chic. <laughs> very, very good. Very good. The transaction took place in Turin, and the brothers called a loan shark in Girona to give 300,000 wing wings to another person to pay intermediaries' commissions. When that shark bites. Oh! With the intermediate commissions. Uh, the brothers, who now face swindling charges, brought, bought the painting in 2003, thinking it was authentic, with a down payment of 20,000 euros. So they paid 20,000 euros for this thing. Actually, the best thing I like is that they paid, they, they had a loan shark give 300,000 real euros yeah. to these intermediaries, and then they got fake 1.7 million. So, like, they're 300,000 300, euros in the hole here. Actually, the pl- the they're 320 because they had to pay $20,000 for this uh, th- painting originally. Well, it was an Back investment. Back in 2003. It was an investment. It was an investment in debt. So they had promised to pay 270,000 euros, also known as wing wangs, but never delivered the rest of the money. Everyone's calling them wing wangs. I call them wing wangs. They're the best wing wangs. But never delivered the rest of the money because the seller failed to come up with an authenticity certificate. 
I started reading that word before I realized what the word was, and that's why it sounded weird. <laughs> in 2006, the Girona court ruled that the painting was a forgery mm. and forgave the remaining debt they held with the original seller. They're like, fuck you. He doesn't owe you anything. What they should have done is gotten their $20,000 back. They should have had a refund. You're right. Yeah. You know, it's fucked up. Hmm. It's forgeries, if they're a known forgery, can also bring a lot of money in the art auctions. They're famous. They're famous forgeries. That's crazy. Wouldn't that be cool to own like a famous forgery? They're like NTFs. And you could start conversations with it, like hang it yeah, up in your no, diary. It's a forgery. Room. Like, oh my gosh, is that a Picasso? Actually, no, no. It's a forgery. It's a very famous forgery. <laughs> it cost me 600,000 wing wings to buy. So there's this website where you can like have someone paint a replica of famous paintings. Like, so it's a real, like, so it, like it's a real oil you painting. You get the texture and shit yeah, on yeah. it. That's cool. Yeah. I'm thinking of getting one for our foyer. Your foyer? Yeah. Yeah. And which, uh, which one would you get? Uh, I don't know. Probably, uh, uh, what's his nuts? Starry Night. Van Gogh. No, yeah. no, not, not Starry Night. Uh, so with the colors in the room, he has one called, uh, Poppies in a Vase. Oh, I've seen that one. Is, yeah. Yeah. Pretty. It's got it's red the one in with it. the bridge and the lake and shit. Uh, the poppies with the bridge and the lake and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's my favorite one of his. Yeah. My daughter really likes the bedroom one where it's just like a, looks like a fourth grader drew it. Honestly, it's, it's not great. I, I don't like it, but she loves it. She thinks it's <laughs> we, fantastic. We got an art critic over here. <laughs> I just don't think it's very good. So she wants that to be in her bedroom then? She or? wouldn't mind. She wouldn't okay. mind. Yeah. She you could, really you could just get a print of that instead of having a fake could, artist fake paint it. We could. Like, so she, for a while, uh, when she was much younger, like two, three, mm-hmm. was a big fan of the Mona Lisa. Oh, yeah. And so we have a print of the Mona Lisa in a frame that's in her room. Oh, that's cute. So is it like really small, like smaller than the space no, it's, should allow? No, it's, it's almost like the real it's Mona Lisa size. size. Okay. It's like, which everyone's like, it's much smaller than you expect. And I'm like, I don't expect it to be any size. And then I saw it, I was like, it's fine. Yeah. Everyone's acting like it was like a four by six in a frame from Michael's. Hey, Michael's, buy one, get one 50% off frames right now. It was just there. Fucking bullshit. I was at Michael's on Sunday and you know what it was? Nothing. It was Nothing? no fucking sale. I was just there on, uh... no, it was last week. You're right. The sale probably ended on like Friday. I had to buy a frame. Paid full price. Well, I didn't pay full price because I had a coupon. But still, I need to buy three other frames. And it would have been nice if it was like, you know, because they do buy one, get one half off or, you know, whatever. They do those things all the time. Right now, no. So I only could buy one. So now I have to buy three. And now it's on an even number. So then you're going to be like, you can get one more for 50% off, you know? Mm. Yeah, my issue was I went there to find a frame for a picture of my dog that would be dead eventually mm-hmm. um, but it was buy one get one 50% off so like I didn't have two dead dogs not yet if I'd known I'd I don't need like, two frames I would have been like buy this frame for we me we could have collaborated we yeah. if you just if you just tell me every time you're going to go buy picture frames I'll know known. and we known. can well I got some new art upstairs and so I need a frame yeah. for it newer than the last time you talked about art because yeah, yeah, you yeah, had those uh, it came in this tube it's, it's by the same people who did the big art upstairs. Oh, okay. Except it was a reasonable size that I could just buy a frame for. And you have to get it custom framed. And it's not prison art. No, no, no. It's okay. like No, 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 no. It's real. It's it's uh it's like um it's like a travel poster for Martha's Vineyard. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Is Martha Stewart in it? Uh she's not. She's not, but uh Snoop Dogg is. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, you see him in the background. Yeah. He's on the beach. Do you think her uh, Martha's assets are still frozen? Uh, I mean, I'm sure At she has point, a car that has, like, that, seat warmers. Yeah. Speaking of uh, frozen things, mm-hmm. 
It's frozen human embryos. Mm. Frozen, and speaking of frozen, and also humans. Are they flash frozen? Mm, probably frozen at the point of freshness. So do you think to uh, thaw them, they put a whole bunch of embryos in a colander and just run water over them? <laughs> Got to make sure they don't get E. coli, though. Yeah. That'd be very dangerous. You need a very th- like small mesh, otherwise they're going to go right through <laughs> You lose all your embryos down the Frozen sink. human embryos can legally be considered property or chattel. Mm. A Virginia judge has ruled. Oh, uh, of course, Virginia. I don't trust it. They're, they're very big on the two-thirds compromise. Basing his decision in part on a 19th century, that's the 18 fucking hundreds. It is. Law governing the treatment of slaves. Oh, well, that seems like good legal background. Uh, the preliminary opinion by Fairfax County Circuit Court Judge Richard Gardiner, 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 yeah, we'll say Gardiner, uh, delivered in long-running dis- delivered in a long-running dispute between a divorced husband and wife is being criticized. Uh, this is interesting because Fairfax County is in the northern part, which is a lot more, you know, liberal. Oh yeah, yeah. But the state of Virginia probably is not. Uh, I mean, they've been voting blue lately. Have they? Because of places like Fairfax County. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Well, keep it coming, Fairfax. So, Honey Klein Heideman, 45, wants to use the embryos. Jason he- and Jason Heideman objects. Uh, something, uh, some feel it's wrong. Sorry. Some feel it wrongly and unnecessarily delves into the time in Virginia history when it was legally permissible to own human beings. Okay. Okay. Our liberal hearts, liberal hearts right now. Mm-hmm. What are we feeling before we read on in this story? So a human embryo is not a person. Uh-huh. So you, if it's okay, it's okay to own them, right? Because they're not a person yet because they're just an embryo, right? I mean, is it, has it been, so if it's an embryo, it's been fertilized, right? I think so. So who owns it? Who owns it? Is it the husband but or the wife? But is it able to both... be owned, I think, is the question here, right? Well, someone has to, someone has guardianship over it, right? Like a kid. Okay. Oh, like guardianship kid, right? as in like uh, is responsible for its well-being? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So it seems like both parents, So th- someone needs custody, not guardianship, custody. Ah, yes. There we go. So they need to go friend of the court. That's the problem. Right. Someone's going to have to play Ooh. embryo support. They have to pay child support on their, their embryo? embryo? Wow. Yeah. Those freezers aren't cheap, right? Don't be a deadbeat almost dad. <laughs> deadbeat future dad. <laughs> so, uh, some feel? No, we no, said no, that already? Yeah, yeah, oh, that. it's repulsive and it's morally repugnant, said Susan Crocken, a lawyer and scholar at the Georgetown University's Kennedy Institute of Ethics and an expert in reproductive technology law. Initially, the judge sided with Jason Heidemann, and ruled that because the embryos could not be bought or sold, therefore Honeyline Heidemann has no recourse under the law to claim custody of them. Did he have them in his freezer? How does he have them that she doesn't? I don't know. Maybe very... she had a Samsung freezer and the you know the board went bad. So what you got to do is you got to put the embryo on a on a bowl of ice mm-hmm. so that if the if power goes out, it'll go into the the bowl and then you know it's no good and you gotta throw it out <laughs> solid <laughs> but sometimes liquid reference 
So we're saying honey Klein because there's an H in there, right? There After an H. honey and before line, it's honey Klein. Honey Klein. So the ex-wife's lawyer, Adam Cronfield, Cronfeld, asked the judge to reconsider. Gardner conducted a deep dive into the history of the law. Uh, the judge then researched old rulings that governed custody disputes involving slaves, Ooh. and he said he found parallels that forced him to reconsider whether the law should apply to embryos. Ooh. Should any of those laws still be on the books, really? To set precedent? I think those laws should be on the books to set precedent that there shouldn't be slaves. Of course, there should be some legal precedent there. But, um, you know. This seems like a weird strangled route that he's going here. Yeah, I agree. Like, and not in the spirit of the law, as they say. As I've heard in what, I don't know, law and order or whatever. So, you know what the spirit of the law says? What? <laughs> Crockett said, she's not aware of any other judge who has concluded that embryos can be bought and sold. She said the trend has been recognized, been to recognize embryos have been treated in a more nuanced way. More nuanced than comparing them to slaves, probably. Look, life begins at flash freezing for freshness. Life begins at purchase sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, leave it in. I'm against slavery. We should just obviously, like, hopefully that's obvious. But I mean, we also have to say we're against Nazis, and that's not obvious anymore. So who the fuck knows anymore? Right, right. Well, hey, aren't you going to Disney soon? Uh, No, I'm not. Oh, okay. But I'm going to Florida. Oh. And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. Well, we're going to do this one thing, but now we're not. We're going to do this other thing. So we're doing the other thing now. And we'll do the, the one thing next time. Later. Yeah. Yeah. Jason. Yes? If inflation is 6%, why the fuck are prices of some goods and services up 50%? Because 6% is an average, so that means there's some things that will be higher and some things that will be lower. And that's how you get to the 6%. Oh, oh, but is it 50%? Is that number based on, or 6%, is that number based on what we actually buy? Or is that number based on all goods and services averaged out? Uh, I think they have like a specific set of products that they look at. Milk and eggs and shit. Milk, eggs, cars, et cetera. And so like cars, very, very high. And so that was one reason inflation was so high. And gas, gasoline, huge inflation on that. And so those are like big drivers where other things were only going up like, you know, four, three, four percent. Right. Uh, But the other ones were so high, it pulled the average up. And some things went down. Yeah. I don't know what, but maybe. Jeff. Yes. Is anyone else's Reddit app not loading content or comments, or is it just me? No, it's working just fine. Jason, am I the only one that's tired of sex scenes in films and shows? Uh, Probably not. Were we just talking about this? We were just talking about this. Gratuitous. I feel like there's always like, sometimes you watch a movie Mm -hmm. and you're like, well, this person put that in because they wanted to see actors have their boobs out on on set mm-hmm. like that's what that's the only reason they did this it's it's like a pervy kind of like you can get that feeling when you watch it you're like oh this is just perviness yeah uh, and then there's others where it's like okay this is fine it's not a big deal oh this has to do with the plot yeah i mean we're being naked has to do with the plot we know ultimately ultimately most of the time being naked has nothing to do with the plot we know once they go into the bedroom what's happening yeah we don't need transpire. to see it. we don't yeah. need to see the nipples no uh 
I like seeing nipples, but I can see nipples anytime. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. I've got two of my own. Yeah. And you, you can milk look in the them. mirror. Yeah. And then I can watch porn. Anytime you want to see a boobing tip, it's there. Uh, but yeah, I, I think there's some where it's like, ugh, ugh, it's unnecessary. And then yeah. there's others like, okay, haha, that's funny. Right. You know, whatever. Like, uh, I don't know. The first thing that came to mind was uh, like the first or second episode of, have you seen Mrs. Maisel? No. So she's like a housewife and she gets mad and she goes out and ends up on a, like at a comedy club her husband went to, mm-hmm. but she's very drunk. And she just starts talking and everyone thinks she's funny. Uh, and she says something about herself and like shows her boobs mm. because she's drunk and she's talking about them like, oh, aren't they great? And he doesn't like them like that kind of thing. And then she gets arrested because it's the 60s. Oh, okay. uh, but they showed him on the show. They showed him on the show. And that was more plot driven, I would say. They couldn't have shown her from behind. They could have if they wanted to. Well, I think it's kind, but, of, kind of pervy. But like I said, absolutely all nudity is not necessary. No. Because like you said, you could do it from the back but it wasn't just like that's what she said <laughs> it wasn't just like some of these movies where they're like oh we're gonna do a lot of like we're gonna show full frontal and there's the guy's dick and like all this other stuff where they're like it just has that ugh, kind so of feel this to it. one movie and i don't remember what it was called but this uh woman is on a train with a stranger but they're in like the same car it's like a private car mm-hmm. and she ends up giving him a beager on on the train okay but they show the penis. Did they? Yeah. An erect penis? Yeah. And they showed her it, with her was mouth was this on. rated? It turns out it was it not was, a real a, penis. Uh, oh. It was a prosthetic penis that they put in the actor's like pants so they could show it in the movie and not be it rated wasn't fake? like NC-17 but or whatever. it's still a penis. And it, so, it looks uh, very realistic. One of the movies that we had, that we had to watch for uh, the Oscars was a Marilyn Monroe movie lots of peen in that movie no but there's a scene where she's blowing jfk Mm. and they never showed the penis but they showed like it was like imagine the penis was wearing a gopro (laughs) and so like you saw her hand in front of her mouth yeah and like the movement and it was very graphic I oh. felt, even though there was no penis show. It was a lot of gluck, gluck, glucking. There were, and like it was her interior monologue, and it was it was just icky. I did not oh. like it at all. No good. Oh, okay. Jeff, should I tell his wife? No. Okay. Uh, Jason. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, maybe. Bosk fucked coworker and got her pregnant. His wife looks like a well-meaning lady, and I feel bad for her. Should I tell her somehow or let it be? I don't know. If you if you tell her, what is that going to get you? Yeah. Just What's I going to get her? What's I going to get them? Maybe hint at it, remain anonymous, send her, send her a letter or something if you really want her to know. Maybe she already knows. Maybe mind your own business. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's like a weird mind your own business versus like. Does it involve you? Being a, you know, a, what do you call it? A good Samaritan. Is that being a good Samaritan? Would you not call the police for someone who just got Call robbed? the police, yeah, but she's not being robbed. I know, but her husband's it, just being a well, scumbag. Adultery is uh, illegal. Illegal it, it, mm, to what? The Bible? Yeah, probably. I think, I think it's think still it's illegal a, in a bunch of states. I don't think so. I don't know. Look go, it up. Go fuck whatever you want. Do your own research, Jason. Uh huh. My teacher told me my essay didn't pass the AI-generated content test. I didn't use any AI. How can I possibly prove my innocence? Whatever. You used AI and you're trying to find a way to get around it. I think they are AI. I think that's yeah. the problem. Jeff. Yes. 
Am I discriminating for requiring someone who can speak Spanish? What? Uh, mm, not if the job requires someone who can speak Spanish. I don't. I have a lot of Mexican construction workers who don't speak English come to my store in the morning since I'm looking for a part time. No, that's a qualification. You're not discriminating by saying I need someone who like I need someone who can speak this other language. That's not discrimination. That's a qualification you need to do the job. Discrimination would be like, oh, I don't hire Mexicans. Exactly. Yeah. Which it sounds like you would need to because you need someone who can speak Spanish. But someone who speaks Spanish is not from a specific country. They could be from, you know, anywhere. Jason. Is slavery still legal somewhere in the world? Apparently to Virginian embryos it is. Oh. Jeff. Yes. Is, uh, if there's so much proof that four-day school weeks for kids and four-day work weeks for adults are extremely beneficial, why can't it be implemented and why so much pushback? Capitalism. Jason, why is there a stereotype that cats love milk if they are actually lactose intolerant? Look, they need to learn to be more tolerant, okay? <laughs> Racist against milk. We, we stop the hate. Jeff. Yes. Uh, in the English language, is there a scenario where the word my is followed by a comma? My, my, I don't think so. Jason, <laughs> does the U.S. seem to be getting a little out of hand with these recent laws being passed? Child labor laws, anti-abortion, etc.? Are you new? Pay attention. Jeff. Was the 90s as good as people said? Yes, it was. Well, let's rip the Velcro off and continue, shall we? A Velcro Band-Aid? Mm, yeah. Oh, yes. Only if... Um, Aren't they all Velcro Band-Aids stick to the hair? Yeah, probably. It's Only if the hair is the loop. Yeah. And our the Band-Aid is the hook. Loop. It definitely is the hook. Yeah. Well. Kraft Heinz. Oh, it's, uh, speaking of Band-Aid and uh, corporations. K-R-A-F-T. Has successful, uh, sorry, has succeeded in getting its ready-to-eat packaged Lunchables into school lunch programs starting this fall. But with, reform, with reformulated ingredients to ensure the products meet federal guidelines. Oh, great. Is this a Michelle Obama thing still? Uh, everyone blames school lunches on Michelle Obama. Where, so, does, sure. where does Dr. Jill stand on these school lunches? Is, aren't they, uh, I don't aren't think she stands on school lunches. Because all of she our wants, lunches? I, I don't think she stands on school lunches because she wants kids to eat them. Oh, she's right, standing right. on them. She's too can't. busy sloshing out of a hot tub. She, she is. It's full of Lunchables. <laughs> Jill, give me a Lunchable. <laughs> so Carlos, Carlos Abrams Rivera, an executive vice president with Kraft Heinz, so there are two new varieties of Lunchables, separate from Lunchables sold in grocery stores, with improved nutrition. This is why they changed their packaging, apparently. Well, Abrams Rivera, speaking at the Consumer Analyst Group of New York Conference. Mm, that's exactly where I, might, I want my kids' meals to come from. It's an annual thing. Yeah. Uh, didn't produce details about the specific Lunchables, but the company website appeared to show the new products. Oh. That seems interesting. So we've mentioned on the show before that Lunchables are just... Charcuterie boards for kids. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Lunchables? I've never had a Lunchable. In your life? Nope. They kind of came after me. I'll tell you what. And also we were don't. poor. Yeah. It's just cra- it's just cheese and crackers. It's cheese, cheese and, crackers. and crackers. And and ham. The cheese is bad and the ham is really bad. It's the and slimiest sure the- lunch meat you, you'll ever put in your mouth. And I'm sure the crackers aren't that great either. The crackers are okay. But because the refrigerator. I mean, it's. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. They're refrigerated and probably not as crisp and crackery as you'd want. And they give you the little, the tiniest little butterfinger you could ever imagine. 
Yeah. So it, it was never a thing that interests me. Yeah. Like I, I think they're okay, I, but I don't ever like buy them anymore because like if I want lunch meat and crackers, I'll just buy them separate. And I, I don't think that that like I don't necessarily feel they should be in a school lunch. Agreed. I have huge issues with school lunches. Like I think we should have higher quality lunches, like yeah. other countries do, and stop shoveling bullshit in. For you know, because we want to be the, provide the cheapest possible food to them, right? Like uh, students are already like this is like prison. Well, when we're using the same company that feeds prisoners, like yeah. actually, it's, it's a, fucking gruel. A bunch of prisons fired Aramark because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it wasn't good enough. It's shit. Like it should be better. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of things that aren't better, Kraft Heinz <laughs> described on its website the lunchable products that it said are. Built for schools and now meet NSLP, National School Lunch Program, guidelines. Well, the NSLP established in 1946 provides lunch daily to nearly 30 million students in public and nonprofit private schools and residential care institutes. Have you ever seen the the photos on the uh, Instagram on Instagram of like, oh, this is what a school lunch is in France. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And this is the yeah, one yeah. in the whatever. I don't remember which Michael Moore documentary it was mm. um but supersize me no 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 it was more recent than that oh. um and it had a very like cheeky kind of name to it i can't remember mm. uh but like he went to france and went through their uh like lunchroom and they they sat down and had people serve them like it's a restaurant because they're like yeah it's teaching them how to interact in a public space that they probably will find themselves in, like a restaurant, and know how to take care and clean up after themselves and use actual silverware and glasses and, you know. And Republicans and conservatives will always say, well, who's going to pay for it? Well, they found someone. All all the other countries did. Well, that's because they're socialists. Oh, wow. Fucking socialists. (laughs) Well, they're not free? Okay. No free lunch. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, so the NSLP. Oh, you said that. Information posted on the website describes two products. Lunchables, turkey, and cheddar crackers stackers. And slimy. Lunchables, extra cheesy pizza. The worst food I have ever eaten. And I've eaten some bad food. Uh, Like when I bought Hormel chili (laughs) in a can and I slopped it. It looked like dog food and I slopped it onto some, some... corn chips and put cheese on it and ate that hormel is the alpo of human food (laughs) it's food so the lunchables cheese the lunchables pizza is disgusting it's so bad i don't think it's food i think they have called a food like product Mm, you're probably right uh one of the main selling points for schools is that lunchables for schools don't need to be frozen but just kept refrigerated minimizing school labor and costs that's nice so get some fucking lunch ladies to cook the fucking food the first time i ate the hormel chili i only ate half the can so then i put some saran wrap on top of the can and i put that in the fridge and then a day later i went back for more so we uh that was today. <laughs> At least it was only one day. I'm later. mourning, okay. You you should get some uh, nacho <laughs> cheese to put over it. Yeah? Yeah. Corn chips, chili, nacho cheese. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So we had um 
Sounds like a movie theater treat yeah. to me. Uh, we had a, I think they call those walking tacos or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's their bags of Fritos and taco meat yeah. and cheese in them. Yeah. Um, give you a spork. We had an animal, I think it was a cat maybe, mm. that we had to buy, like, wet food for. Yeah. And But they didn't need to eat a whole can. And so we got these plastic lids that fit onto a can. Oh, yeah. snaps right on. Yeah. And then the cat died. Mm. But we still have the lids. And so we use the pet food lids on just regular cans. Because <laughs> so they like, fit, right? Yeah, because they fit. I mean, it's just a standard size can, right? <laughs> so we got like a thing of nacho cheese upstairs with a little cat on top. <laughs> a cat with a fish on it. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's that's what I wanted to um, commemorate my dog dying with, is eating actual dog food. There you go. Um, the idea to roll out Lunchables in schools and, prop- uh, and potentially have schools provide them directly to students comes amid new proposed changes to school food guidelines by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, which runs that, uh, to reduce added sugar and sodium levels in school-provided lunches. Okay, so we're having lunch meat and crackers to make our lunches healthier. We want to reduce sodium and sugar, but we're just having meat and cheese and cheese product and wheat. Can you imagine if cheese had lots of sugar in it? Like sweet cheese. We've talked about this on the show before. Can you have like like dessert cheddar? (laughs) (laughs) No, cream cheese is always paired with dessert, right? I don't think cream cheese is very, is sweet though. Oh, I went to an Oscars party on Sunday. Mm Mm-hmm. We bought uh, we brought uh, everything bagels mm. and like a whole everything bagel spread mm. like cream cheese and lettuce uh, like not lettuce but like tomatoes and onions and capers. So everyone had seen that movie. Hopefully, if not, you know, spoiler alert: everything bagel. Yeah, with googly eyes. It's oh, it's, and people liked the spread. They were very happy with it. I love know? a good bagel. Oh, uh, so when we go to New York, mm-hmm. we stay at this hotel across the street. Last time we went, yeah, there's like a little deli sandwich oh yeah place. new york bagels uh, an egg bagel and so one day i think uh, i had to like shower or something so my wife went downstairs and got us breakfast uh went across the street got us breakfast like you could see it from our hotel room so nice. like after i got out i could see her coming back and i was like oh there she is <laughs> uh got me an everything bagel mm. best everything bagel i've ever had bacon egg and cheese it was so good. It was just bagel, cream cheese. Yeah. And they, like, so this place did lots of different things. Like, it wasn't just bagels. So she was able to get a bagel with peanut butter on it. Oh, nice. You don't usually see that when you go to, like, Tim Hortons or whatever. Peanut butter. Peanut butter time. I can't <laughs> wait for New York's bagel rat. A bagel to rat? carry a bagel around, yeah. He's got wings, flies, flies and picks up the bagels. Rats with wings are just seagulls, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or pigeons. Right? No, definitely seagulls. Seagulls? Yeah, they'll come right at you and steal your stuff right out of your hand. Yeah. Fucking just cut their wings off. <laughs> but would they be real wings? They'd just be rats you with cut them off. Rats with beaks. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Speaking of those, uh-huh. this what? week Rats with Beaks? Ayman Halim of Chicago filed a class action lawsuit against Buffalo Wild Wings. Is it because the buffaloes aren't wild? Um they're too tame. Yeah. They're all in their 40s. They're talking about IRAs and shit. <laughs> you gotta go tax advance. That's the way to go. That's way better. I, can, I have a really hard time typing while you're talking. So <laughs> while I have. You can only do two things or one thing at a time. Yeah. While I have. I'm trying to type out ideas for the title, the, of, the title show, of the show. Something I need, was to, I need there to be complete silence. All right. 
<laughs> because the- I was typing out uh, rats with wings and I, I like typed out rats with IRA. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then they're working on Wall Street. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, Halim says the restaurant chain is changing too much for its, sorry, charging too much for its boneless wings, which are basically nuggets and not made from actual wings of a chicken. Okay. Do people really want to eat the wings of a chicken? I'm they, not a wing they do. eater. When they eat the wings, there's the there two there's the flats and the drums. Seems gross to me. Really? Do you not like um, no. eating meat off the bone? No, absolutely not. No, so like regular chicken legs or regular chicken like regular size. I chicken do not eat. No I mean, legs are dark meat and not a dark meat fan. You don't like the dark meat? No. I mean, even when I eat just regular, like we're not big meat eaters, right? So like when we have a dinner, like we're making dinner, uh, some sort of dish or whatever like stir fry or whatever we might use a chicken breast that we split between us mm-hmm. and when our older daughter lived at home it was like a chicken breast we split between all three but of it was us debone it wasn't on the bone no no, no bone no boning on the chicken so according to court documents Halim contends the boneless wings are not actually part of a chicken wing but instead slices of chicken breast meat deep fried like wings This clear-cut case of false advertising should not be permitted, as consumers should be able to rely on the plain meaning of a product's name and receive what they are promised, the lawsuit stated. So that begs the question, what is a nugget? It's it's from the nug part of the chicken. (laughs) It's the chicken's ball sack. Yeah. And testicles. That's that's why it's shaped like a boot. (laughs) So, really, though, a wing or a beak or a foot, I don't know. Chicken there, there is no chicken nugget. There's no nugget part of the chicken. No. So, this, I think this argument, for me, is moot. Because otherwise, what are you going to say? Chicken breast chunks? You don't want any chunks in your food. It's the boobing tip of a chicken. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You're right. There is no... A nugget is not a specific part of a chicken. Right. So, it easily could be a wing... Easily could be something else. Half the time, it's it's just the ground up bits that they just turn into a paste and turn into a nugget. Right. So it could be wing, and that's fine. I don't care. I don't care what it's called. Do you do you like what it is? I don't think this person is is have has this. How can um, you have lawsuit a, in earnest? Though? How can you have a boneless wing anyway? They all have bones in them. Yeah, the whole chicken does. So so you deboned. So just the fact that they're calling it a boneless wing, chicken you already know it's sliced, not a wing. Fried. Um, it's like how they, like when they say something is like a crispy chicken tender, mm-hmm. that's fried, but it's crispy, but they can call it crispy. So they don't call it fried anymore mm-hmm. because fried was bad, but crispy sounds better. So yeah. people still order it. They're like fooled into thinking this is healthy maybe. So Halim also contends that, uh, that had consumers known what the boneless wings are made out of, they would have paid less for them if at all. So you're thinking... That these things are actual chicken wings, which are worth less than the chicken breast, I think. Right? Aren't the wings you cheaper see, than the breast? Uh, well, apparently not. But Okay. But Based yes, you would story. think quality-wise, I, I feel like a chicken breast is higher than, than a wing. Although, when I have made things with like a, a boneless um, chicken thigh... Like that chicken is is uh, there's more fat in that chicken and that so that's that's why they always talk about chicken breasts when like we were working out you know every low fat low 
high protein meal, second breast, because the thighs and the dark meat has more fat in it. Mm-hmm. So that for me that makes things taste better. So when you're making, for example, chicken noodle soup or chicken and dumplings, you use the thighs, and it tastes better, in my opinion. I don't think that it tastes good. That's that's why, why I don't eat it. I said in my opinion. Jason. Yeah, no, no, no. I I'm, threw I'm, that in there. I'm saying my opinion because I saw the look of disgust We're on your face. Both sharing our opinion. When you heard that I make chicken noodle soup with dark meat chicken, no, and listen, fine. I don't appreciate. I've never made it for you before. Good. I don't, I don't appreciate the judgment that I'm getting from you across the table. I'm not judging. I'm saying what I don't like. You're, you're judging welcome, dark meat you're chicken. You're welcome to eat dark meat chicken. You're welcome to do that thing where they take the whole fucking wing and put it in their mouth and just pull out a bone. I don't fucking care. If that's what you want to do, Wait, do it. N- not everybody does that? I don't eat wings at all, so I don't do it. Oh, I just assumed everyone did that and it was a choice not to nope. suck the meat off of a bone. I mean, you can suck off any meat you want, but... I don't enjoy dark meat. You don't. Enjoy I don't suck. I don't think the the fatty chicken fat grosses me out. It's disgusting. The skin. You don't like the skin either. Oh, no, no. Skin less, bone less. The only way you eat it. Beakless. It's it's so well known that I don't like. So one time my we were having dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, some I don't I think it was breaded stir fry type thing, mm-hmm. and there was a piece that was fatty, mm. and I ate it. And, ugh. and yeah. so I started eating other stuff and I think my older daughter was like, are you going to eat the chicken? And my wife was like, oh no, no, he's done. He's not eating any more chicken. <laughs> he had that one piece. It ruined it all. She gave Cause it, it will ruin it all. She left it in there for you. No, 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 no. She knew you'd hate it. We're very, we're very diligent about not like getting any kind of fat away from chicken. There can be no fat. And all meat. No one likes chewing on fat. No, you. Even would. though we're chewing the fat right now. Yeah. Uh, as a result, Mr. Halim suffered a financial injury as a result of defendant's false and deceptive conduct, the lawsuit added. The lawsuit cited a New York Times article that said that the practice of selling boneless wings came from the rising cost of actual chicken wings and the decreasing cost of chicken breasts. Okay. Actually, so maybe breasts are still more expensive, but now the ratios are not quite the same. Yeah. Wings and are the, more expensive and breasts are a little less than it was. But still, I think breasts are more expensive than wings. If this was a New York Times cooking recipe, you'd have to pay extra to get it anyway. No, so. you just turn your Java off. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then you can just hit refresh and that yeah. little pop-up's gone. Yeah. You can read as much as you want. Uh, Halim is suing for false and deceptive business practices, among other claims. Okay. Well, isn't that just... I think that the... The damages came from actually eating at the Buffalo Wild Wings to begin with. I mean, it's not a great place to eat. It's okay. It's, it's okay. It's it's a it's the Applebee's of wings. They have actual deep fryers back there. It, someone went to an Applebee's and was like, you know what I would like if we just had appetizers? I don't want pork then, riblets. I want chicken riblets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with no bones. No bones at all. What if they made chicken ribs and someone would like carve the meat off of the rib <laughs> instead of just the breast? It sounds like you'd be like eating a Cornish hen. <laughs> it's the Cornish hen of ribs. Fall off the bone chicken riblets. <laughs> it'd be like eating a fish. You have just oh. little bones everywhere. Oh, yeah. Didn't you send me a thing? Yeah, like the fish boner. The fish boner, yeah. They they knew, right? Yeah, they had to know when they named it a boner. It if was you, like clearly like the late 90s. If you want to know what we're talking about, look up the fish boner on uh, YouTube. Yeah, it's an advertisement. Not on p- 
Pornhub, though. No, no. You'll get something else. Very bad. Uh, a 200-pound catfish, in fact. <laughs> it's going to flip you off. Speaking of flipping off. Hey! Since you brought it up. We're flicking off. Flicking. Oh, yeah. We you, talked you about fl- that, right? Flick. You, you flick or you the flick. noise. Yeah, that's the noise that it makes when you flick someone off. So Quebec, Quebec court judge Denis Galistastos. <laughs> that was great. Has ruled giving someone the middle finger is a God-given right that belongs to all Canadians. Uh, the judge acquitted Niao Epstein. Mm-hmm, sure. how they spelled his name. N-E-A-L-L. Niao. Uh, Epstein of Montreal of criminal harassment and uttering tr- uh, threats for flipping off neighbors and said his arrest and prosecution was bewildering injustice. Police are analyzing the decision to arrest him. I didn't realize uttering could be a, a crime. Apparently. If you didn't utter it. Because, okay, so the difference between uttering and muttering. Is uttering is done by cows. Okay, and muttering is like. Some done by dogs. Motherfucking. Ragging, fragging. Mm-hmm. Etc. Good job, Scrappy Doo. Thank you. Mm-hmm. To be abundantly clear, it is not a crime to give someone the finger. Flipping the proverbial bird is a God-given, charter-enshrined right that belongs to every red-blooded Canadian. It may not be civil. It may not be polite. It may not be gentlemanly. Nevertheless, it does not trigger criminal liability, said Judge Galiatsatsos. We have to say sorry afterward, but... You know, sometimes you got to flip someone to bird. Sorry, I have to flick you off right now, eh? Yeah. Uh, Police arrested Epstein, a 45-year-old teacher, as he returned home from a walk. Earlier in the day, he had run into a neighbor, Michael Nakash, who lives on the same street and with whom he had had previous conflicts. Mm. Newman. Nakash, 34, swore at Epstein and threatened him while holding a power tool in a menacing way, the judge found. Epstein replied with two middle fingers and continued walking. That's strange, because I always thought there was just one. <laughs> I, I think you used both hands. My two middle fingers are the the ring finger and the middle one. That's an extra fuck you. Oh, that's just a, that's yeah. all finger Take your wife both fingers. kind of thing. Yeah. I always thought in Canada this was all relegated to um, the the hockey rink. They, they only were you allowed to so? swear at each other and give the finger at the hockey rink. It seems weird that that this guy, this Epstein guy, is the one that got arrested when it's this other guy who was like slashing throat gestures and hold. No, sorry, not slashing. Uh, making threatening statements while holding a power tool in a menacing way. That oh. seems more harassing than giving someone the finger. So this is less menacing than this. At, I was reading ahead. That's not what the oh, guy okay. was doing. Oh, okay. okay. He, he was just, you know, threatening and holding a, a drill or something. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. He's like, this one's for your mother, eh? Speaking of hockey, I have played four games this season, mm-hmm. which I should have played eight by now, but mm-hmm. I kept missing them because they kept scheduling them on Saturdays. I have I have four goals this season in my hockey league. My hockey league. Got a goal per game, eh? Yeah, you're gonna get a get a thing of uh, maple syrup if you keep that up. Oh yeah, not bad. Not that B grade. I went into the corner. I was chasing a guy into the corner, and he had a stick down. And I, you know, did a little stick lift, tapped a stick, and and when I actually I did, and when I did it, his uh, something happened because he was he was like putting his stick down to go get the puck, and he was almost there. I tapped his stick to lift it, 
and like it threw him way off balance and he slammed into the board so hard. Yeah. And then I took the puck and so I went. Re- he didn't like it when you touched when you slapped his stick on. He did not like that at all. all right. Not from underneath. Oh. Um, from on top, it's a it's a penalty. From underneath, it's just a stick lift. Mm. So anyway, I took the puck and did a little backhand, and the goalie saved it. Rebound came out, and I shot it back, and I scored. Nice. It's a gritty. Uh, the, my teammate said it was a gritty goal. Was I a imagine. Grit. I imagine you score quite often when you do a little stick lift. <laughs> you would hope so. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just um, jacking yourself off. With a Zamboni. <laughs> that would be very painful. <laughs> uh, Nakash alleged that Epstein also made a throat-slashing gesture Ooh. and said he feared Epstein would come back and try to kill him. Uh, claims that the judge did not accept. So he flipped him off instead. Yeah, he was like, don't, don't threaten to kill me, you... Oh, no, no. The, the flipper... Was the one that was threatening. The flipper was yeah. the throat slasher. No, yeah, that's what that's so what this guy said. Throat slashed with the middle finger. Oh, oh, that's even worse. But oh, the judge boy. found it to be bullshit. Oh, okay. So, so Nakachach said he thought Epstein regularly filmed him and his family. In reality, the judge concluded it was Nakachach who had been filming Epstein and other neighbors from cameras mounted outside the home in which he lived with his parents and his brother. Is this guy a Canadian Republican? Because there's a lot of that projecting, you know, how they're always like, oh, the pedophiles are out there, and they're all the pedophiles. Yeah. These are the, the, yeah. Like, oh, you can't can't flip me off. That's profane, but they're the one flipping the other people off. He's filming me, and he has like 18 cameras filming everyone in the neighborhood. Yeah. Like, what a bunch of boats. Well, because Canada isn't free, of course. So, you know. Only they, America's free. Justin Trudeau's w- watching all those. Um, Fucking communist bastards. And flicking off things. Flick it and flip it. Oh, we're so late. Jason, what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that uh, if you try to swindle art, you may get swindled yourself. Mm, swindle. Swindler's going to swindle. Yeah. Uh, we also learned we used to have slaves in our country and we're still using those laws. And apparently we have now slaves in our womb. Ew. Does that mean they have higher representation in the womb Congress? <laughs> we also learned that we're starting to serve Lunchables at our schools. Gross. Uh, we learned that nugs might be wings, but one guy thinks they're not wings. And Has McDonald's ever done a chicken, a McChicken wing where it's like the whole thing? I don't think so, but I don't know. Why not? I don't. You know what I, I mean? wouldn't buy it. Oh, you know what I had the other day? Uh-huh. Olga's Kitchen. Okay. You know Olga's? Yeah, yeah. You know they have the Snackers? Yeah, yeah. And there's Snackers dust on those Snackers. That's mm-hmm. what makes makes the Snackers. Mm-hmm. They now have chicken wings with the Snackers dust on them. Oh, interesting. I don't think that the restaurant calls them Snackers dust. Boneless or bony? It. So bony. So they have Snacker boners. They're the boniest. And we also learned. <laughs> Sounds like my wife in high school. <laughs> You know I can feel that through your pants. And we also learned that uh, Canadians... (laughs) Good one. Canadians uh, feel sorry about the middle finger, eh? And this hour has been an hour and 19 minutes. That's lower than usual. Do I always say that every week or have I forgotten sometimes? No, no, you always say it. Oh, okay. Coming up next week on The Hour. Weird, right? You know what I hate is like uh, you watch Ted Lasso and 
you get to the end, they don't give you a preview for next week's episode. Oh, I always hate the previews. Oh, I love a good preview. Because I don't like to see what's going to happen. I, I've been watching The Last of Us, too, and they, they do a preview, and then they do like a like production crew talk yeah. for like oh, eight, yeah, yeah. eight minutes or so, something like that, where they're talking about like, this is what we're trying to do with this character here, and this is what they're really thinking about in this episode, blah, blah, blah. It's good. I like it. If uh, Pedro Pascal hosts SNL, mm-hmm. they should do a sketch, The Lasso of Us. That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> then get Jason Sudeikis back because he would of course if he's in town you know? except they should have Pedro Pascal play Ted Lasso sure and then Jason Sudeikis can play uh, Pedro can play, Pascal he can play Ellie <laughs> <laughs> or Roy Kent <laughs> so uh, next week we uh-huh. have this uh, thing because you're going to Disney soon right I'm not I'm going to Florida but I'm not going to Disney oh well, the Florida is basically we're going to be near Disney like we'll be stopping in Orlando and then we're going out to the ocean okay, and... but you're not going to Disney World no 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 no. Mm-hmm. Florida should be just remain renamed Disney at this point anyway so the point I, is... I think Disney should break away and make its own state because so, Florida's fucking nuts <laughs> yeah correct we have done the hour reviews uh-huh. on the show and we've read uh, yeah, Gobblers, the Gobblers of, of Waters Gale. Gobblers of Gaylord yeah and uh, we found the cheapest resort uh-huh. that is nearby Disney at the oh, gates of Disney. The gates of Disney. And we're going to read reviews from that. Well, that, I'm sure that's going to be great. So stay tuned, as they say, but really stay streaming. But don't stay streaming. Like eventually next week we'll post another episode and then you, it'll if, if you're subscribed, it'll tell you. If not, you just have to remember. And then you can just go on and listen to us. Um, like and subscribe. Sponsored by CarMax, apparently. <laughs> no. <laughs>